are those pleasant old men? It's BTO. They're Canada's answer to ELP. Their big hit was TCB. That's how we talked in the 70s. We didn't have a moment to spare. Hello, Springfield! <laughs> We're going to play all your old favorites. But first, we'd like to dip into our new CD. Taking care of business! Don't worry, sir. We'll get to that no one. No talking! No new crap! Taking care of business now! Get to the working overtime plan! Unbelievable. Dumbass. Wake up! Alright, welcome back to another edition of A Fistful of Faceful. This is episode number 211, and uh, today I am joined by another relative, and no, it is not my mom. It is my mom's brother, though, my Uncle John. So, Uncle John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andrew. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Today, I thought we would give you the keys to the car, and you could drive around and, and play talk about whatever music uh, had had been something that that meant a lot to you sure and can we can we can we convert this to a track I think we could sure so um, the choice that you had had told me about was Bachman Turner overdrive yes which, sir uh, which I feel will be a good one because it it tends to uh, they tend to have more of a hard rock and edge which fits with the theme of most of these podcast episodes. And, uh, and I have three, three songs that I thought we would listen to and, and take a stroll down memory lane. Sure. But, but um, before we do that, there was one piece of trivia that I had that um, uh, there was a point in his writing career when Stephen King wanted to uh, see if people would still read his books, even if, uh, it you know wasn't they they didn't associate his name with it like he didn't want to be a brand, so he yes. he created a pen name, uh, at the time, um, and he was listening to Bachman Turner Overdrive, so that's where he selected Bachman. Uh -huh. Okay. So, uh, so Richard Bachman became his pen name, you know. Yes. Part of that he was given. Uh, he he enjoyed the uh, Richard Stark books, so that's where he got Richard from. Uh, for the from Parker uh, and uh, and then Bachman Turner Overdrive. So there you go. For all I, for all you fans that are out there listening, that's that's one you can take to the bank. Do you know what Richard Bachman succumbed to? Uh, I don't. Well, here that was a tri my trivia question, and it is according to Stephen King, cancer of the pseudonym. Oh, there! You, yeah, you got to watch out for that. It's one yes. of the one of the lesser known, but deadly symptoms. Yes. Gotcha. Well, um, yeah. I mean, so far, even if you tuned in to listen to music, I feel like you've come away uh, ahead of the game because you've learned two really important facts that might help you out at some point. Um, yes. Especially if there's a crossword for you to do in the future.
of uh, Taking Care of Business by by Bachman Turner, which is a classic. Um, you know, you, that's that's one of those songs where you hear the first few notes and automatically you know exactly what it is. Um, yeah. It was it, it was difficult. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, it may be even more well known these days or lately because it was you played on a Office Depot commercial. Yes. And it, but I mean, it was more popular in the early '70s. Sure. Well, it's one of those songs. Uh, you know, like More Than a Feeling by Boston, or, yes. uh, you know, it's one of those classic uh, classic rock jams that uh, that seems to suit a lot of TV and movies and commercials. And, yes. uh, you know, the catchphrase, taking care of business, that uh, every day. Yes. Working overtime, work out, you know, however, uh, however it goes. Yeah, I wonder if that was their most popular song I know, I think um, it was from their first album, and one other piece of trivia that I remember because I had the album and I would read the album cover and the musicians who were on it. The you heard the piano in the background. They usually didn't have a piano uh, that was so prominent, a piano player so prominent. But the name of the piano player I remember it was Norman Durkee. Gotcha. Another piece of trivia sure, for you. There, you. there you go. So the next time you're out uh, at bar trivia or something, yes. and the question is who was the piano player for Bachman Turner Overdrive, you can say, thank you, Uncle John. It's Norman <laughs> Durkee. Yes. Yes. I'll drink to that. Yes. That, and right. that, that reminds me, if you'll allow me to go on a tangent, I was at a bar playing trivia with my brother, and the question was... Uh, who directed the film RoboCop. So, of course, nobody knew it, but I immediately knew the answer, and I told my brother, and he you know, went up to hand in our answer, and the quiz master said, how did you know that so quickly? And, and my brother said, well, you don't know my brother. Uh. <laughs> so, so that was, again, one of the few times I got to shine, you know, uh, by, by knowing that Paul Verhoeven directed RoboCop. Back Who in was a, the star of that movie? Uh, Peter Weller. Right. Okay. It was a great movie. Yeah. Originally, they wanted Schwarzenegger. Okay. But um, but they they I think they went with somebody who would be more less physically imposing. Right. Yes. But, um, but yeah. Uh-huh. See, so that's the beauty of the podcast is you get information about Stephen King, RoboCop, uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, including their piano player Norman Durkee. Yes. So, yes. There you go. But uh, yeah, taking care of business is, uh, I you know, some people might look at it as more of a played out type, you know, put it in that category where they've heard it too much. But mm-hmm. um, but for me personally, I think it still is a great jam to put on, you know, in the bed, like if you're driving in the car somewhere and right. you, you need to get, it, you know, psyched up for something, mm-hmm. then, uh, then it does, you know, it's a, it's a pretty simple... You know, it's not too complex in terms of the chord progression, mm-hmm. but uh, it hits you right, you know, right where you need to be hit. Yes, and I feel the same way about it, that it, it might be, it might have been overplayed a little bit, or even for someone like me, who at one time it was my favorite song, but when I would hear it later in life, I would switch the channel on the FM dial. Right, sure, sure. Yeah, sure I mean, 
our listeners can relate to that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, I don't know what the demographic is typically uh, or whether or not some of them are, are scratching their heads puzzled at what an FM dial is. But, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't like to make assumptions. <laughs> but um, okay. it, uh, maybe you have a, a wide array of listeners. You know, well, so, you know, a lot of your listeners would know what the FM dial is. I do. I, well, it's I, I can track who's down like I can track, you know, which episodes get downloaded in, in which countries. And sometimes it's amazing. You really? know, yeah, to, to see that all of a sudden, you know, in like uh, Siberia, uh, huh. there are 25 downloads of a particular, you know, of an episode with mom. So, wow. so, you know, she might have a huge fan base in Russia. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Huh. So, um, but yeah, okay. So taking care of business, um, I thought we could move on to another hit of theirs, maybe slightly lesser well-known. But sure. um, this one's called "Let It Ride," okay. which uh, which you, I'm sure you heard. Yes. Uh, but uh, for those of you out there, if you haven't heard it, this is another good jam from BTO, uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, and uh, here we go with "Let It Ride." Let it ride. 
telling me about the chronology, if you wouldn't mind uh, repeating yourself. I think um, this tune, Let It Ride, was released before um, Taking Care of Business to the AM radio stations, which I listened to at the time because our car, my mother's car, did not have FM music. It had only AM. So this was, I don't want to bore your listeners, but in Miami, I think it was WQAM, which was the station that would play the rock music. And I think that Let It Ride was released before Taking Care of Business. That's another bit of trivia, if it's right. Okay. Um, well, let me... So Let It Ride and Taking Care of Business were on Bachman Turner Overdrive 2. Oh, really? Yeah, which came out in 1973. Oh. So, uh... No, they had an... Uh, I thought it was on their first album. No, their first album, it doesn't look like has any of the hits that I've heard of. Uh, and I hate to oh. I hate to be throwing you under the bus, you know, in, in front of oh, my no, listeners. Not at all. Are you sure that Bachman-Turner Overdrive 2 didn't come out before Bachman-Turner Overdrive? Uh, well, it said they were both released in 73, it looks like. There was a great instrumental that was not well-known, I think, that was on their first album that might have been the first cut. It was only, it was an instrumental. They're not known for that, and it was a little bit less uh, rocking and noisy. Gotcha. I don't, I don't remember the name of it, though. Well, both, both Bachman-Turner Overdrive uh, and the second album were released in 1973. So uh, perhaps you're right in terms of you know radio play, yes, being being out of order, but um, but yeah, it looks like both Let It Ride and uh, and um, Taking Care of Business were uh, were on the same track. Were on the same uh, the same uh, album, and they had some other good songs like Stone Gates. Yeah, Stone um, Gates is on that one, and, and that one that comes to mind right now but i i would listen to the album uh frequently and i enjoy the other songs too that aren't well known right yeah and then the follow-up was uh was not fragile yes and that not... that will bring us to our final jam of you ain't seen nothing yet
says Randy Bachman thought using the word fragile as Yes had done with their uh, 1971 was strange. He thought BTO music could be dropped and kicked without breaking. So they, so they, that's why they called it not fragile. Yes, um, I saw a documentary about BTO maybe about 15 years ago, actually, and he said their music was more to cater to the, you know, the rock and roller biking crowd, you know, who would listen to it in the bar drinking beer and, you know, raising hell. So maybe I understand what he said then about the not fragile and not right. breaking. Right. Well, good. I mean, I, 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 whether or not I would have Bachman Turner Overdrive on my rotation regularly, I don't know. But there's a, definitely a time and place for these songs that uh, yes. that I would still go back to. Um, so I'm glad that we could take this little trip down memory lane and revisit uh, a band from it from your history. Yeah, it was fun. It's been a, uh, a blast for me. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, unless there's unless there's more, I I didn't have any other uh, insight, you know, other than just if you haven't listened to Bachman Turner Overdrive before, you should probably get out from under the rock you've been living. But um, but yeah, no, they're a, they're definitely a classic band. May I say something here? Sure. The origin, you know, Bachman Randy Bachman was a member of the Guess Who. Uh, and the leader of that band was Burton Cummings. Um, and later on, in the late 70s, Burton Cummings came out with his version of uh, of You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And he did a little bit of a different spin on it. With, um, and it was, it was enjoyable as well. Gotcha. So for those of you out there who dug what Bachman Turner Overdrive were putting out, with their the three songs we've listened to, then uh, be sure to also check out the Guess Who, the uh, the Bachman Years or uh, Sands Bachman. But uh, either way, it's been great uh, talking music with you. Maybe next time we'll uh, we'll listen to some bands that that I've been listening to that sure. are a little bit more on the heavy side or not. You know, typically when uh, when I've had Mom sit in as a guest. Uh, and we listen to heavy music. Her response is that it all sounds like the Nintendo game Metroid. So, okay, I'm not there with that. Okay, yeah, well, uh, or like you know, uh, uh, Galaga, or Pac-Man, or any of the you know the arcade games. Yes. So that would be that. That's her. That's her go-to, you know, thought when when the music rubs her the wrong way. I got yeah. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, so this has been uh, episode two eleven. This will probably come out. Uh, my guess is on Sunday, but um, but I'll make sure to let you know. So uh, and for those of you out there who uh, would like Uncle John to make a return visit at some point, feel free to uh, to let us know on social media. And uh, that's gonna do it. So thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you, Andrew. It was a great. Uh, pleasure. Thank you very much. You got it.
Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing and lightning bugs are floating on the breeze. Baby, get ready. Cross the field where the creek turns back by the old stump road. I'm gonna take you to a special place that nobody knows. Baby, get ready. I'm not afraid. 